Blog Talk Radio. Indeed, baby, you are now tuned in to DJ Shine on the H-I-L-L Top Radio Show. What that is, Hilltop Mother, shut your mouth. What? I was only talking about the baddest radio station on the land, you hear me? Oh, well, what that is? Hilltop, Hilltop. Shortly, 
I guess he beat me to the punch. He's already on. But first, before we get him up, I want to welcome Mr. Al Green Davis. Welcome to the show. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? Al Green Davis here. Yeah, one of the baddest DJs on the East Coast. They had to put two G's behind Big for him. DJ Big Hood. What's up, Big Brother? Hey, what's going on, DJ Son? How you doing, Brother Al? Great, my brother. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. I made it out this rain. All right. Crazy. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, you got to you got to do like I do, man. Blow it, blow it right back down there to Georgia, down there where Al at. Al got plenty. Of- <laughs> Al, Al, that state that state's big enough to take care of all of it. Hood. That's what I do. I, I put my head out the door yes, and blow it. Take take you turn your behind right on back down there to Al. Ring Davis. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, and tuning all the way in from Seattle, Washington, the Manners are in the playoffs. First time in a long time. Miss Robin Liz Maven buys live radio. I am streaming. She had her debut last night in the on the karaoke, so now she thinks she's going after a gold record, Al. So she's going to be coming at you for some beats. <laughs> I, I left a good job in the city. <laughs> Working for the man every night and day. <laughs> Right. Yes, so indeed. They, my, my stage name is Bipolar Tina. Well, welcome to the show. And the hardest work, hardest working woman in um <clears throat> in Louisiana, double chocolate. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, family? What's happening? That's all What's you happening? giving us is a purr? Because oh, <laughs> I know What's how y'all feel. What's up, sis? Business. How you doing? All right. Yeah, this is hard, man. Trying to get this new store open. It's kicking my butt. Well, you good. You gonna handle it. it. Yeah, she can handle it. You got a lot of weight behind you to handle everything. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. At this time, we're going to open up the door for my big brother, mentor, friend, uh, another godfather here on Hilltop Radio Show, the one and only Mr. Mr. Billy Scott. Welcome to the show, brother. Well, thank you. I'm on with some of the greatest DJs in the world. Hello, y'all. <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Scott, it's always it's always been an honor and a pleasure to you know to talk to you on the phone and you know just your vibe on here on the radio show it's it's always it's always pleasant and it's always an honor to have you and uh, we appreciate you, man, and uh, for what you do for Hilltop out there in Dallas, Texas. And uh, we love you. So that's all I'm going to say. Well, we love you, my brother. Yeah. We, we love you, and we love all DJs throughout the world because we make the world. Uh, and um, 
I am so proud to be on with such great people that you had brought on from everywhere, and they are you. You are great in my eyesight. You know that because we yes. talk about two or three times a week. Yes, sir. You, you tell me that all the time when we talk, and, and again, I appreciate you. Uh, you know, keeping Hilltop in your everyday thoughts and, and conversation, conversation out there amongst you know good people out there in the in the great state of Dallas, Texas, and the Dallas Cowboys won yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except oh, for the New Orleans Saints. Otherwise, the New Orleans Saints didn't win yesterday, but the Dallas Cowboys did. I just want to throw that <laughs> okay. out there. Um, don't do us. Okay. Do not do us. <laughs> do not. That's cold blooded, bro. That's cold blooded, man. <laughs> don't do us. I'll probably be wrong now. Oh, man. I think the only thing that ruined the Dallas Cowboys is what, what they call them. I don't forget what they call them now. What? The what? name they give them. Mm-hmm. Oh, America's team. Losers. Yeah, American team. <laughs> and I mean, everywhere I go with a cowboy cap. People, I was in uh, Merlin, and I went to a convention up there, and I was getting ready to come back home. I asked the guy, hey, man, what date do I go to? He said, with that cowboy cap, uh, this is the gate you can go to, but I'm not <laughs> telling you where it's the right one. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you a story. I remember when I was in... When I was in Maryland, I was working for a heat and air conditioning company, and I had a, a Dallas Cowboy hat in the, on a visor, and I come around the corner, and uh, the, the state trooper, uh, he was um, clocking, and he caught me speeding, and he walked up to the door and said, oh, I was, I was just going to give you a warning, but now I'm going to give you a ticket because you got a damn Cowboy's. Had your
and a lot of people that I have met through you look up to you um, on a on another level. Um, doing all those things, all those resume, all those you have underneath your resume, and you're still here today. How does that make you feel? People still are able to connect with you, business, you know, God, the church, the community, friends, and family. How does that make you feel, you know, uh, to have that impact on people's lives and things like that, especially in a real estate world where you're able to help people, you know, get into a home and giving them to see the expression on them when they get their keys and sign their paperwork. Now, how does that make you feel? Well, I I had a very hard time. I started in real estate in 1965, and um, we had a very hard time because uh, I think Dallas would be the most prejudiced city in the whole world. Because uh, we could take people out to home, try to uh, get decent house, housing for our people. And these people did not want us to come in and show the property. So, but we had a man downtown named Maceo Smith. He was a black, worked with hood. And I called Maceo Smith and said, look, these people don't want me to show their homes. And I know I am supposed to do this for our people. And I may say, oh, send that Indian guy, a long, tall, lanky guy with old 52 pony guy. And uh, he would go in the house and talk to the people and come out and say, go and show your people. I said, what do you tell them? I told them to show it or take it off the market. So he left out of the neighborhood, and I know uh, most of the people were standing out there. They were proud to see him go because he was smoking up the whole neighborhood. Looks like he had been dogging that 52 morning guy. <laughs> but I, I was proud to see him, though. But, uh, and then we had competition with uh, some of our people thought that uh, the white race, they could do a better job than we because a lot of us hadn't been in roller estate for a long time. But anyway, we had to convince them that we could do the job. And, I mean, we'll do it better because what we want everybody to realize that the people, because they put a sign at this roller estate company, they don't represent the buyer. They represent the seller. So the buyer always need an agent to look out for them. And that's what we can get a lot of people. They were trying to steer them in the same direction every time you turn around. But something happened to me when Simpson 21 came to Dallas. They wanted me to work with them. And they called me and they told me, that um, I I want you to go and work with this Century 21 franchise. And I said, okay. I didn't know we didn't have no black folks here. I might have changed my mind. I don't think I would have. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, he said, now, this guy I'm sending you to is Steer Folk. 
And the steer folk mean that he put all the black people in the black area. And I said, what that have to do with me? I said, now, you are supposed to take care of that, not me. But he said, well, we want you to know that somebody got to do it. So I went over there, and they act like they were pleased with me, but I don't think so. But anyway, uh, when uh, I went over there to work with him, in a few months, they told me they wanted me to go. And we had a Bishop College here. Some of the people might know. A lot of people graduated from Bishop College. And uh, wanted me to go out there and help the people to become realtors. The realtor was a white uh, organization for real estate. And the realtor uh, was a black organization that organized in 1947. So I became a member of that in 1978, but I became a realtor in 1969. So some of the guys told me about a realtor. Some of them didn't want to join because they were afraid they would lose that. And I said, no, you won't lose it. Because sooner or later, I'm going to join, too. So I joined in 1978 and got a lifetime membership with them. And I have a a lifetime membership with the realtor, and um, I don't pay no dues to either one. You get that over 40 years, and I have uh, it going on 58 years next year. Wow. But, uh, man, I appreciate you giving it time. It's worth some money for this time. And all <laughs> of those great people you got on there, I, mean, I need to be paying them. Listening <laughs> to me. <laughs> but you're you my best friend, man. You know that, don't you? Yes, sir. So we, we have somebody to talk to all the time. <laughs> and I'm 87 years old, everybody, so you'll know how old I am. <laughs> That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah, real blessing. Real so, blessing, yeah. So how many, how many houses in your day have you thought, have you, how many houses have you sold? Do you have a number? Well, the light, the light time I count is with 2,700, 2,700. Wow. And, uh, you know, I was doing other things now. You know, I was doing radio and television and all of that. But I was still selling real estate on the side and working at the post office. I retired from the post office with 32 years. So I I don't know. I thought I was going to get rich, but I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe I, maybe if I had just taken one career beside the post office and went on full-time in real estate, maybe I would have been. Because one of the things the guys would ask us in Century 21, you want to be a millionaire? Everybody say, yeah. Well, then you have to do what millionaires do and follow them around. So... <laughs> And uh, well, I, I, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Al, Robin, anybody want to ask a question? I just like to say, man, I commend you, man. Eighty-seven years—that was—that's the first thing that gets me. Uh, you're so highly blessed, man. God has blessed you, and you know, and you're a thankful person. When you said uh, DJ Sean, your best friend, and the way you said it from your heart—that—that that, that just uh, that took my heart. That took my heart, man. You know, I—I'm I, listening to you, and I'm listening to your heart at the same time. So, you know, man. Uh, yes, so that, that's I, a I appreciate, I appreciate that. I talk to a lot of young people, and I talk to what they call the Exxon Men on Saturday. And we went back to Dallas where the black man built this hotel called Pittman. And Pittman had built this hotel, and they had attorneys and um, they had the doctors and shoe sign people, everybody. But the black people had somewhere to come for to meet in Dallas, Texas in 1920. And we started out there and I ate, ate breakfast and looked like it was the best breakfast I had ever eaten. But it was good. And then we left and went to another black place, a black owner place in the West End here. So if you all ever come, I sure want you to drop by the West End as well. And uh, we ate, and that's where I made my speech to the young men, the excellent, and it was about 10 of them. But the main thing that we all can do in the organization and everything is sure love. Keep love in your organization, and it will grow. Somebody in North Carolina, I know, in the Amway business, Jordan and Ruth Halsey, that's the way they build that business, with love. And they they had the, the highest business than anybody in them or business. I think I, I think a lot of people uh forgot how to love these days, you know. <laughs> uh, you said the magic word. That's the magic <laughs> word though. Mm-hmm. In church, in church, in organization, in family. I mean you can see so many families going through things. And I'm working with a real estate now hearing that the husband and wife, and I mean we are, have lost the deal because they are and going on, and uh, mm-hmm. I have never had this before. But one other time this happened to me is I taking people to the closing, and um, this lady she came in late. And she was arguing and fussing with her husband, and it was about another woman. And she <laughs> walked out. Walked out. And I said, oh, no, y'all, we got to close the deal because I didn't want to tell them I was going to take the damn payment and buy me a new car. <laughs> I want to be to go. But anyway, that's the only one I had. In 57 years, that one and the one now, right now, that I'm getting out of. 
some things oh. you don't need to go through with. You know, if the husband wife having it, I mean, you need to get out of it because it's not going anywhere. And I changed the way we talk real estate. You know, everybody scared of real estate when you talk about your damn payment. You pay X amount of dollars every month. Well, you need to let people know. Oh, I'm I'm not talking to realtors no longer. <laughs> but anyway, you need to let <laughs> let people know that. Hey, your investment is going to be ten thousand dollars, and you keep adding to it every month. It's just like putting money in the bank. You build up your escrow, and you can borrow money from it. And it, you can send your kid to school, and you can have money for other things. So that is what uh, what what you do when you do that old time down payment. Sound like you're a car salesperson. So that needs to change. Now tell me something new in the DJ field that. The old man yep. needs to know. Well, I'll, I'll I'll go to DJ Big Hood. DJ Big Hood, anything is new in the DJ uh, in the DJ part of the world? Uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Scott uh, started out with turntables and albums, forty-five, seventy-eights, thirty-three and a half. Yeah, now yeah. it's just all computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when I when when I started out in the DJ, it was um, I I had to uh, kind of use a tape recorder and get at home and and uh, act like I was on radio and try to clear my voice up and make my voice sound like a a voice and. Uh, and then I go down to the radio station and I say I'm different. So I said, I'm going to have to do better than this. So I just kept on working with it. I would get in the mirror. They said, let your tongue be loose and all of that. Mm-hmm. Their words come out. And I would cut all my words like rings. I didn't put no S on it. I wasn't putting the ING on it, but, I mean, people were loving it to death. I said, well, uh, I, I, I must be talking to the right people. <laughs> because, and on television, my uh, host, Curtis Pierce, was a well-known uh, DJ and TV personality. And I and Tina loved them. Death. So Ike and Tina got them a job in uh, Oakland, California, and he stayed for a while, and they got homesick and came back to Dallas. And then they came back and got him again, put him in San Francisco, and then he came back again, and the next time I heard he was on TV, and he called me and said, hey, man, I need some help. I'm on television. What? I've never been on (laughs) television before. I've never worked around television before. So, um, but anyway, I ended up being his producer. 
And I like the Channel 11, one of the major stations here in in uh, Fort Worth, Dallas. And uh, it was a farmer's station. The farmer brought that station. And the old man told us, say, okay, I've been with you all for two years. It's time for you all to do something. And I said, what? What are you talking about? I wanted to. He said it's time for you to own your own show. Uh, I mean, that means that you're going to be an executive producer. We going to do the production for $250, and you go out and sell your show and pay up. So it's your show. And, I mean, that old man told us that in 69. I said, oh, my gosh, I've never seen no person like this before and and that color <laughs> of course but he wanted that to be the best Mr. DJ so I, yes sir we're looking we're looking for a big time and I'm praying for this that we can get up there and pull that deal off in June I mean oh, yeah. a lot of people you know is is uh pulling for you to do and them to do it for our organization to do it with you and you being the head of it kind of telling us which way we need to go and all and I'll be heading up here with what you have in mind so we want the other DJs to come along too if you can bring us somebody oh, I have I have a DJ Big Hook uh, on the schedule, and you met Al. Al Al's uh-huh. going to be coming to perform with some other young ladies. Yeah, we're we're going to okay. bring some good entertainment, and you know we're going to be bringing uh, some celebrity football, celebrity basketball. Uh-huh. We're going to be bringing a nice you know a nice gala for the people, you know, and uh-huh. uh, we're going to uh, treat we're going to treat my second home, Dallas. You know, with, with classes, style. So you know what I mean. I want to make sure that yeah. all the Dallas Cowboys, past and present, are you know at this event. <laughs> hey, Sean. Uh, oh, Robin. Yeah, bipolar Tina's available. Oh, great, great, great. Yeah. <laughs> well, we be looking for you. Uh, you be there and drive I don't, I don't know, Mrs. Scott. If we put her on the stage, ain't nobody going to come to you want to buy a house. Well, I can tell right now, see a hot square there. See it. I can tell. Anybody that I ever want. But I'll make sure she'll, she'll make sure every. Excuse me. Yeah, I thought I was I tough until I heard it. I thought I was tough, but not I'll anymore. Tell what, I'll tell you I what, met the sure. toughest. I'll tell you uh, what, she'll make sure everybody's credit score is straight before they come to you. <laughs> I feel that about her. I, I really feel that. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to come up here and show up all these other lady DJs now. 
Oh, no, That's you what you don't do. Over there, man. You don't know Robin Lynn Maven like we do, Mr. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, much obliged. And oh, I'll even know yeah. to jump out of. Buck, buck naked, of course. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, just for that, I'm going to have some Texas barbecue for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I will have some for you then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what what is going down on in in North Carolina down there? As far as y'all, what, what what you got going on there? Well, I don't have too much going on here in North Carolina, uh, Mr. Scott. Just you know, building yeah. you know, building everything up for next year. You know, for 2023, which is around the corner. Um, you know, yeah. Making sure that. Um, good shows for next year. Um, you know, good people. It's going to be more out of um, out of state uh, stuff, except for one show um, that we're going to be putting mm-hmm. together. You know, here in Charlotte mm-hmm. with um, with some big groups. And we had a conference yeah. call today. Uh, mm-hmm. Myself and Robin and, and two other. Uh, uh, guys, we we um, managed to. I'm not gonna say the the group's names yet until you know everything is etched in stone. But it it was a uh, it was a good uh, a good conference call. Yeah. Oh, and some great. Big, and some big 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 names came out of the conference call. So yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm trying to do. You know, uh, this relative is a nation, is, is national. Mm-hmm. It's trying to pull together Texas realtor and then Louisiana and uh, one I was risen to is, is close around Dallas to bring them in as well to help us to work it out. So, uh, that's where I'm trying to work on there. In fact, I'm going to be working on that more than working with the local groups. And I'm going to step down from there and work on it more. Right. So, yeah. But, um, how you feel? How you feel, Mick DJ? I'm feeling good. I feel good. You got positive, good people around you. So when you got positive, good people around you, well, you know, you know, you're 87 years young. So you know, when you yeah. have positive, good people behind with you, uh, you feel good every mm-hmm. day. You want to wake up with a smile on your face, go to sleep with a smile on your face, laugh. Everything doesn't always have to be so serious in life. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to. Take a step back and uh, look at things at a you know in a whole picture because I say uh, I have a, I got Al Al stays on my right shoulder and he stays on my left shoulder so I don't have the angel on one shoulder and the devil on one shoulder I got two angels and that's Al so when I find myself Thank getting you. ready to go into you know Doctor David Banner into the Incredible Hulk I can hear Al in my <laughs> ear. Well, I stayed Dr. That's David. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we got two ministers from Dallas, Texas, is on this call, and um, a doctor, and um, 
we got another young man on there, and we got uh, quite a few people from Dallas, Texas, listening to y'all. Yeah, I see some. I see some Texas numbers, uh, Dallas numbers. Up. If you guys want to uh, participate in the conversation and you want to speak, uh, just hit one. Hit one on your keypad, and that'll get you over into my queue, and you and I'll get you on the call, and you can introduce yourself and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, let us, you know, have a meet and greet tonight. Um, so, and also, uh, Mr. Scott, I appreciate you, uh, you know, accepting the invitation and allowing, you know, us here at Hilltop to come out there to Dallas next June and bring some uh-huh. entertainment for four days. You know, of course, Al's going to be performing with the bands. We got some good uh, music and you know, stuff for the for the community, stuff for the kids, you know, stuff for good the grown you know, and stuff for everybody um that mm. wants to get involved and have a good have a good four day weekend. Yeah. Well I'm uh, uh, hoping that I'm I'm uh, I wanted to talk to you about it though. Uh outside thing. Have it on the outside. We got a couple of ranches here that we could have it on the outside. That's that's a perfect place for Al because Al dresses up like the Lone Ranger, so he's a Lone Ranger. Again, so. <laughs> the only yeah, thing this, yeah. is, this is what I need you to do, Mr. Scott. Uh-huh. Have somebody have a white horse and have Al coming up to the stage on a white horse, and then we'd be right on time. <laughs> well, the guy I'm talking about, the guy I'm talking about, he has some horses. So if, if he don't have, if if he yeah, and if he don't have a white one, we'll spray one of the black ones. White. <laughs> 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 I didn't think I would say that as anything. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> you know. 
and I did pay, play his record, and my friend was working on black radio, KNOK, and he was Elvis Presley fans, heard it was. So he started playing it on um, KNOK, and he almost got fired because the man <laughs> no, he wanted rhythm and groove. He didn't want that on his station. But I was working on the white station, so it made, didn't make no difference there. But he was a real guy, and a lot of people portraying him a different way that he wasn't, not in the Army and with us. And he might have been afraid we'd jump on him if he were any other way. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we would jump on him like we did some of them, try to tame them. <laughs> but anyway, he was a real guy. Yeah. Again, if anybody want to uh, uh, give give Mr. Scott a shout out, just hit one on your keypad on your phone, and that'll get you over in the queue, and then you guys can speak. Mr. Scott, tell us about your book. You wrote a book, the Billy Scott story. Tell us about your book. Oh, my book is uh, that I wrote. I just sat down one day and, and I said, I need to write a book about my life. I've done so many things, and I just started writing. You know, I started out from my hometown, uh, Cumberland, Texas, a very small town with 10,000 people. And then um, I... Um, from there, I went to California, and I thought my dad was a mechanic and sent me to Oakland to the GMAC. He wanted me to be the same as him, <clears throat> but that wasn't my that that didn't work, you know. I mean, I wanted to be something else, so I thought I was going to be a, a coach and football and basketball. And that wasn't it. So when I, I, I ended up going to serve it, and when I came back, I was already married, and I say I've got to get my life together because I have a wife, no kids, but I have a wife, and I got to take care of my home. And uh, so I went on and started working at the post office. In the post office, it opened some doors for me. The money I was making there, I was able to do other things like radio, real estate, television, and it didn't interfere with my job. I just done it. So I done so many things that even some of the things that I'm probably missing out just wanted to stay busy and you know sometimes we have to diversify we can't depend on one job because I, and i wasn't depending on not even the post office so it's the post office and uh, i didn't make it here then i have something else to fall back on so i always had more than one one job working even get off of one, go to the other one. So 
that's where the book came from. I wanted to help somebody else along the way, and I'm hoping I did. And, I mean, and the guy that wrote this book, did, I mean, got this book purposes for me was my best friend on radio and television, Curtis Pierce. It was his son. He said he was doing it in honor of his father because I hope him out so much. And Curtis always needs some, he needed some help. He was good. He was the best in the field besides you all. <laughs> but anyway, um, he was, um, and and I hope him out in all kind of ways to even be better. And he, instead of me being the host, he had the host. So I went to cable TV and produced uh, four shows, and and then I taught other people how to do shows and produce them. I done uh, Video USA. With my own satellite, it even went to UK, and then we turned done around the town with Curly Pierce, the same floor mat that we done on Channel 11, and um, UK wanted us to send no program there, so we, the cable company, asked us could we, they do it, and I told them yes, send them on over. And then I done a Night on the Town. Very a lot of people wanted to copy that show because I would go into the club and talk to people, and and then we had the band there playing. So that was a very popular popular show. And then I did a, a spiritual time was a spiritual show that I did with spiritual singers and churches. I was pretty busy at the time. Wow, that's a lot. And you know one thing about it, DJ? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't walk into these things, people came after me to be in those things. And I said, man, and that was a lot of the young people wanted to know when I spoke on Saturday, the young men. They, how would you do it now if you had to do the same kind of program that you did then? What would you do to try to get it going now? I said, number one, I get me a time slot at a TV station, and the one that is not making no money, I could tell because they didn't have a lot of commercial, and I'll go in there and say, look, I got a plan for young people around 21 to 60 young people, and at that age, and I can take this slot here, and then nobody buying it no way why don't you give it to me and let me see if we can fill it up and that's what i would do now and that that's the way we went to other stations and did the same thing we did on channel 11. we told them we looked for that slot that 
didn't have a lot of commercial and they wasn't making no money. The station was losing. So they were looking for something to come along. And they just happened to be us um, after we left Channel 11. But uh, we, we were on other uh, TV stations as well. So that is a good start. Mm-hmm. So has TV changed for you these years from back when you weren't with TV television? Has it changed for you? Uh, what about television? Yeah, has it has it changed? How much has it changed since you've been, you know, a TV producer? Oh. Yeah. To now, what yeah, you see on TV has, now? Yeah. It has changed quite a bit. And one thing I was very proud to see, Kyla Perry came up. And uh, they have black TV producer black movie producer and a lot of stuff that came up since I had been through television. So I spent uh, 32 years as well in radio and television. So that's what I see now. I, when we got on TV, the only one I saw was Bill Crosby and the movie I saw was in when I went in the Army and that was a break out of jail with sitting at Fortier and another guy. So, but now I can look at television and I can look at the producer. I can look at the writer. I can look at the audio person and look at the director being black and so forth. And, I mean, that makes me feel good. You think that we were there when they wasn't there. But, I mean, it makes me feel great to see them there now. And I'm looking for some of you all to do the same. I mean, it's never too late. I hadn't given up at 87. I hadn't given up. You still got a lot. You still got a lot more in them young, that, that young body of yours, there, Mister Billy Scott. That, um, that's right. <laughs> I agree. I agree and with by, you. But and by, be, be in a good position so they can come after you. Be as good as you can be as a radio DJ, so television will look at you. Right. That's true. Yeah. Anybody else got any questions they want to ask Mr. Scott? Anybody? Well, I just want to say, Uh I just want to say everything you have said is um, inspiring. Mm -hmm. I've held on to every word. Like, I've been up here trying to find, um, find your book on the Internet. But I definitely want to uh, would like to read it, and um, I like to thank you for taking time out your day to come out here and blessing us with these wise words. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, if you you get with Sean and text me and your address, I'll send you one. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I'll send you one to you. 
I'll get his address. I'll get his address and anybody else that run a book. Uh, Mr. Scott. Yeah. Good to you tomorrow when we talk tomorrow. And um, yeah, I would book. be glad to do that. Um, he, yeah. He'll autograph it for you if you want it autographed. And um, yeah, um, send your name so I can autograph it to you. Oh man. But it's been a pleasure you know. again. Uh-huh. Look, Mr. Scott, I'll before just, you, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Al. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Al. No, no, go ahead. no I was just, I was just saying, I'd love to have, I would love to have one. That would be an honor. One of the book. Yes, sir. Yes, that's and, the cowboy. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and I'll send you one. Al's the one. one. That's Al. He's the one that we're gonna get the horse for. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, DJ got one. DJ already got one. I've already sent him one. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be glad to send you one, Al. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be riding the horse and reading the book at the same time. <laughs> All right. And you know what? I'll be taking your picture in one of these TV stations. I'm going to walk in like I told you all to do and say, put my book on your TV show. That's if right. you don't, I'm not going to look at you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that would be um, great. Mm-hmm. Mr. Scott, before we let you go, before we let you go, any okay. words? Before we let you go, any words of wisdom you want to leave to the young people that are tapping into real estate, writing, uh, you know, radio, TV, or just being a leader in their community? Anything you want to leave us with? Yeah, if you um, ever be in real estate, don't stop as an agent. Go in business for yourself. The real estate, you don't have to have a big old office or nothing. You can do it from home because you got computers and all of that. And you can own your own business right there. Now, even on on radio, you know, I would work on radio I'm, this is what I always want you, you all to do, and I'm telling you all to do it. Write commercial for television. And what I mean by that is well, you, you go ahead and, like, I'm, I, I love to write about uh, ketchup, about the ketchup and all of that, and um, do a commercial on it. It's just see how it looks to yourself. You may not send it out anywhere, but on the radio station, uh, they have different people that buy commercials that people write. Now, that's some extra money for you. And do that. And whatever you do, be the best at what you are. And I see right now you all are the best. And never, never, never quit. Found word. Never quit. Never quit. All right. Thank you, DJ, so much. And we're going to always keep in touch, always. Oh, yeah, we got a conversation tomorrow. Again, I want to thank you. 
uh, for taking your time out of your schedule and, and uh, shout out to everybody in Dallas that are on, that are listening to this broadcast tonight. We appreciate you guys and thank you for having such a, a strong uh, black leader in your community as Mr. Scott here and, um, and um, you know, and, and being here on the show, man. We appreciate you. And again, we love you. Well, we love you all so much. Are you a DJ or not a DJ? But if you're a DJ, I love you more because I, <laughs> where I came from, that's where I came from. So you got right. to love your field. And I can talk DJ talk to you all. You all can talk DJ talk to me about if I'm on radio and I got a guy like uh, my friend that you got DJ that sing I I the DJ can talk to another DJ. I get a DJ to go and talk to them. Look, I got a friend here that sing. Well, I tell you, he is tough. I just lay it on them. Listen to it. If you don't listen to it one time, just listen to it three or four times and see what you think about it. A DJ talk, DJ talk. And um, that where I know we had uh, Tony Braxton here and the manager didn't want to uh, didn't want us to do an interview with her. And I said, if you don't, and you keep on going around not doing these things. I know what people talk about and what they're doing and all of that. But you're going to kill her because the DJ, don't get the DJ against you. Never do that. That's the wrong thing to do because we have to build singers. So you're all in a privileged position there, but, you know, don't. Don't take it for granted. And I know you all, with the love you have, I know you want to see everybody make it. And that's the way I was. And and I love you all so much. And don't don't knock me off of your list because I want to be on here again with y'all. I have a lot of fun. Oh, <laughs> sure. Bye, everyone. When we come to Texas, we're going to do a live broadcast and you're going to be right there with us. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll be standing by. Until the next time, I love you all. Love you, too. Love you, too, Mr. Scott. Love you, too, brother. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Good night. night. All right, y'all. That was Mr. Billy Scott all the way from Dallas, Texas, uh, with us tonight, you know, talking words of wisdom, man. If nobody didn't get nothing out of what he said tonight, I don't know what what's you know what your life is about but you know like dj big hood i'm with you brother i mean i got a lot out of i always get a lot out when i'm talking to mr billy scott man because he's the type of he's the type of individual that you know that that quote you know when he you know when he has hunting talks everybody listens you know you stop what you're doing you want to listen and that's how I am when I yeah. talk with him. I, I I I focus on what he says. I focus on what coming, you know, what he talks about, and 
You know, he's, he's a real dude, man. Still to be at 87 years old, he's still wise. Yeah. Well, you know, you, growing old, you're not going to get nothing but smarter and better. And, yeah, man, just what he was saying, I was like, and you know, man, I'm going to be real with you. My, um, my bedtime like 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be <laughs> I'll be up here like, ooh, no. We still got another hour. Now I was like, yo, like really he really grabbed me, man. Mhm. Yeah, man. It's just um you know, and even what he said, he said, yeah, we'll get a black horse and spray painted white. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, boy! I thought I, I thought I was gonna bust my side. Sean, I just got it figured out. 
Yes, sir. What we're going to do, we're going to have a, a white Mustang. It can be 68, 69, 70, uh, 8, all the way to a 2022 or 2023. I don't care. You just get a white Mustang and I drive it to the stage. Oh, that's your <laughs> hey. horse. Oh, I'll ride with you in that night. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. We're, we're a team. Yeah. I'll ride with you in that night. We'll get a convertible. We'll get a white convertible Mustang and then uh, have, yeah. have a drive to the to the stage. <laughs> That's right. That's the horse. Me and Big Blue. That's the horse. <laughs> oh, he went from he, he went from a he went from a what a, a coat to a a Mustang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Appaloosa. Al said no Appaloosa, no horse, no stallion. I want a Mustang. With four wheels. So four That's two. right. No, they said he wanted here. Room, room. <laughs> I need my, I need my shoulder and I need my leg. <laughs> oh man. Let's see. They say you gotta jump. You gotta come to a horse on the right side, but I ain't got time for all that. Yeah, yeah right. No, I'm. You know, growing up in Louisiana, I won't care <laughs> nothing. But I don't know what happened to me in these last few years in Virginia. I'm scared of everything. Like, ooh, Lord, what's going on? Oh, no, I drove up my partner's house the other night. Man, it was like nine deer outside his house. They saw me. I pulled out my camera. I was taping them. Boy, they start jumping. Boy, I put that truck in reverse. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, <indeed. laughs> oh man! Uh, let's do this. Um, uh, be good. Let everybody know where they can follow you at on social media. All right, you can follow me on Facebook at Big Hood. That's big with two G's. Also, you can check on uh, Instagram at Hood Seven Five Seven. I'm on Mixcloud and TikTok at DJ Big Hood. All right, uh, Al. You can follow me on Facebook and my uh, artist page at Official Al Davis and my personal page on uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. And you can even Google me, all it's Al Davis. And you can catch me here on Mondays and Thursday on the Hilltop Radio Show with DJ Sean, Big Hood, Robin Lynn, and Grrr. And a dysfunctional cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She ain't, she ain't on the air now. Uh, Robin Lynn Stevens, tell everybody where they can find you, you at. You can find me everywhere uh, at Robin Lynn Maven. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, all that. And on Sunday nights, at the local pub, uh, appearing as bipolar Tina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you forgot, you forgot to give them your cash app because they want to cash app bipolar and Tina for money. And my cash app, my favorite dollar sign, Robin Lynn number one. <laughs> That's right. Let's do this real quick while we got everybody on. Let's let's um let's break some records real quick. Get you guys honest opinion. On some music, this this young lady's from out of um, 
Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She goes by the name of Toya Taha. And this is her song called Sweet. We'll be right back.
that new Philly soul right here tapping in tonight right here on the Hilltop Radio. Uh, DJ Big Hood, man, what do you think about that, man? Well, nice laid back vibe from like a rock too, you know, just chill, um, neo soul type of stuff. I like that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got um, I got her. Um, uh, actually, I have conversation with her, and she will be uh, one of our guests on the show. Okay. So yeah, she's gonna be coming on. Um, I I got some. Let me tell you how I found her, you guys. Um, <laughs> and I hate to say this, but I ended up with uh, in this record pool that I'm in. I got a, a hundred and five songs, y'all. Out of a hundred and five songs, there was only five songs in that pool that that caught my attention, and this song was one of the five. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir, brother. <laughs> I'd be like, come on, man. You can't, you cannot be serious, man. Yes, sir, man. Yes, yep. sir. Uncle Al, the future of the funk. What do you think about that, man? I'm feeling it, man. I love, I love her voice, man. I love, yeah. I love that, I love that whole Neil Soul jazz style. It, it's, it's nice. I love it, and the production is great. Oh yes, oh yes. Philly in the house. Yes. Uh, Robin, then, you know, I played it like 50 times last night, you know, when we were, you know, getting this Vimeo and and Zoom and YouTube thing set up, you know, for for our video, you know, for these (laughs) shows we're going to be doing it live on Vimeo and YouTube coming up next week. What do you thought about the song? Because you was up there jamming. You were jamming to the I song sh- from the video. I sure, I sure was. And and bipolar Tina gives it two <laughs> shoulder shakes and a shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that's rolling on the river. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, we got, a, we got the latest. Oh, go ahead, Al. Go ahead, Al. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Bipolar Tina. I like that. Bipolar <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Uh, we got the latest from uh, Janet Jackson featuring Missy Elliott. It's called uh, Burn It Up. I don't know if you guys heard that. Are we going to get into that next? A whole different side of Janet Jackson. So you guys are going to enjoy this one. We're going to break it right now.
<laughs> ride the white Mustang. <laughs> you ride, ride the white Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one is coming in at you. This young lady, uh, let me find it real quick. Where is that? Um, what is that? Man, where the hell is it? Um, here it is. Uh, Cherry 22. She's on the label on uh sign with uh, Universal. Uh, Universal start, is starting to send me music, too. She's signed with Universal. This is called The Other Side. Uh, 
It was a different vibe. I, I feel that, you know, but I don't, I don't think it was for dancing. I think it's probably more for vibing too. Yeah. You know, but sheets. you know, sometimes you know you might want. I personally don't drink wine, but I know mm-hmm. females do, and I feel like that's what that's for. For you know, just vibing, just cooling back. All right, Miss Robin Lynn Maven. I, it doesn't move me. All right. All right. Here's the next one. This will be, we got one more after this one. This is Kanisha. This is Mr. Johnny. We'll be right back.
Kanisha with Mr. Johnny Robin Lynn. Even. Me like. Me like a lot. I was like, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like you know I always like like that soul. Always. Mm-hmm. When they when they bring that bring that soul, man, they win me over. Every single time. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, DJ Big Hood. All it need is a train horn in the back of that thing. <laughs> I'll make sure. <laughs> I'll send you a copy of it. That was one of the, that was one of the five songs from the 105 I received. <laughs> And, and the one I'm going to play was another one. Uh, yeah, uh, Uncle Al. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, man. As soon as it come on, man, the beat, the beat itself that grabs beat. you. Hey, yes. that it, beat, boy. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It grabs oh, you right yeah. away, man. I like that one.
Um, <laughs> I think they were trying too hard. There you go. You, did you go? <laughs> I think they were trying too hard. You know, <laughs> I ain't gonna front. That's one of my favorite songs. That's the first song I was slow drag with a woman to. Oh wow! I was a, yeah, I was a little boy. I was at a wedding, and um, I walked up to the bride and asked her to dance. I ain't never been shy. <laughs> <laughs> she said, <Yeah>. oh, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, but I think it was trying too hard. I mean. That's my personal All right. opinion. All right. Uncle Al, the future of the funk. Uh yeah, I I agree with I agree with Big Hood. I think it was trying too hard. I did hear uh, a lot of overplaying in there. And um kinda of, I kind of, I would say go back and do some remixing on those drums because the drums just totally got lost in the mix the kick totally got lost in it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> God, that shit right. She is old damn song is lost to Aaron Robin Okay, so you know it with with that long looping over and over again, that would have been an opportunity to feature like uh like you know how they do in a live show, and they'll mm-hmm. they'll feature a musician and let them do a solo. Right. Maybe yeah. if he does, yeah. maybe if he does thrown some of that into there, broke it up, but some, you know, and maybe took it to the bridge. Uh, I I but that I e I that that's not even a nice try. I'm I'm sorry, I just can't do it. <laughs> you know what? I said, you know what? I'm gonna invite Chris on here. I'm like, Chris, I got something for you to hear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, can hear I can hear Chris now showing. Oh uh, man! Call me tomorrow because I want that person's information. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, because you're right, Al. You're right, Hood, and, and Robin. You're right. My thing on this is, if you're going to cover a song, cover it cover it the right way it's supposed to be covered. Because yeah. he actually made this song where you don't even want to fucking hear it. You know what I mean? It was all over the place. Even though, Al, you said the drum was all over the place. Well, hell, the horns was that, all that, over the place, yeah. too. That, <laughs> that bass line was doing some freaky shit, too. Yeah, and the uh, guitarist, he was overplaying too much. And <laughs> you know? He, he could have kept it simple. And then he was singing. He know he could sing, but he was over-singing. You follow what I'm yeah. saying? He was over-singing, yeah, was and that's to. what killed it. I said, right, I was trying, I said, trying too hard. I said, I said, Chris don't do that in his songs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he just killed that boy. I was like, boy, I said I'm gonna send it to Christmas Eve. What do you say? And maybe even if he'd have done like a a different arrangement, you know, like like a a jazzy or a Latin calypso spin or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And on top of that, it was too long. That, yeah, and got that, rid of and get and get rid of that long intro. Uh, the the long intro. intro and then the over and over <laughs> and over again. I don't ever do that again, Sean. Please don't do that to us. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and if you do give us a snippet. That's the only time I will accept the snippet. I won't complain. <laughs> well, listen, though, that was. Big Hood, Alan, y'all. That was on the on the uh, on the music that I got Friday night. That was one of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> no. So seriously, no. it was. No. It was, it was one of the songs that I got. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, damn. But um. <laughs> Uh, Thursday night we got Mr. Vaughn Maxwell. Um, he's been on before. Actually, um, no, I'm lying. We got we got gospel artist Joanne uh, but Bunridge. Uh, she's a gospel artist from out of uh, Georgia. Al Al brought this young lady to to our attention here on the Hilltop Radio Show. We we're going to be honored to have her Thursday night. Here on the Hilltop Radio Show, yeah, and she is is really excited about being on the show. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to church on Thursday night. Yeah, we're gonna and, go to church. And you're right; she is definitely excited. Yes, she. When I talk with her, man, it was like you know she the opportunity and. And it's just I just got a, I just got a lot of good vibes out of this young lady. Um, thanks, Al, for uh, bringing her to our attention here on the show. And also, um, I invited Pastor um, Pastor Randolph Scott to come on as well. Um, that is the father of Tamika and Latasha Scott. He's going to be on the show with us uh, that night as well on Thursday night. On the hilltop radio show, yeah, we're gonna go to church, man. We're gonna take it to church. Yeah, gonna pull up in the white in the white Mustang convertible. That's right. Big hood, yeah. Big hood won't have to worry about being scared, and I have my shoulder (laughs) and my leg. That's right. We're gonna have to go out there to Texas and represent. Oh man. Gotta give me one of the big old buckles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did well, a uh, Dukes and I did a Dukes and Boots party where the girls wore cowboy boots and Daisy boots. And uh, cowboy hats and stuff. That was really nice. Did any of them have spurs? Spurs? Nah, no spurs. They gotta (laughs) have spurs on the cowboy boots. What's wrong with them people? I feel you. Yeah, it's probably hard to find in Virginia, though. Yeah, this is damn Daisy. This alone would have been enough spurs for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna there. 
I'm going to wear cowboy boots with spurs when I'm riding my, when I'm rolling down the street on my e-bike in my booty shorts. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know we got to see some video footage. Hell That's yeah. right. She already had somebody uh, uh, trying to get her up there. <laughs> trying to get her up there to New York. Did you see my question about the type of church? Yeah, no, not the uh, pastor said you're Brian. Nah. <laughs> no, we ain't going soul train. Should I? <laughs> You want me to give her a call? No, no, because I don't need her taking over the show, trying to tell us <laughs> about God. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's good where she at, right there, where she's at in L.A. Yeah. No, we don't need that. That's your home, girl. <laughs> I gave her to you. No, I returned her. I returned her. Look, <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I told her, I told her, uh, the mailman, I said, hold on, let me put on this real quick, return the sender. <laughs> change of address, put John down Al's address. Who? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Al Davis don't live here. Oh, this is Al Davis. <laughs> That's what that's what Leroy said. I ain't on here, so you can blame it on him either. <laughs> <laughs> I said that real smooth that they did to Al. Well, that was Al. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, that was really good, okay? <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Al. This was me under the bus. Immediately under the bus. Al, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I know it. I, I gotta do better. I just gotta do better. You need you need to two words. Repent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah, we've had some good shows, boys, some funny shows. Yeah, and and more, much more to come. I, I, y'all, y'all, oh, I, I, y'all just stay tuned for DJ Sean on television. Man, he's not only going to have the hottest radio show, but he's going to have the hottest television show, too. That's right. That's right. And the music is booming. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're at DJShawn.org. We just hit uh, 19,000. Yeah, 19,000 listeners. Yeah. It's going real good, man. Still real good over there. Congratulations. As they say over there, it's doing real good over there. Yeah, people starting to pick up on it. Get music every day, man. People that I've asked for their music like a couple of months ago, now, <laughs> now it's starting to come to me. 
Like, oh, wow, okay. I asked this person for their music like three months ago, and now I'm getting it. Okay. Um, yeah. Too late. Yeah. All right, let's do this real quick. Uh, Robin, one more time, let everybody know where they can follow you at on social media. I'm everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, Vimeo, Chime, Cash App, everywhere at Robin Lynn Maben. Everywhere. Cash App. Go ahead, uh, DJ Big Hood. You can find me on Facebook at Big Hood. That's big with two Gs. Also, Hood757 on Instagram. And DJ Big Hood on Mixcloud and TikTok. Mr. Al Davis. Catch me at official Al Davis on my artist page. And you can catch me on the rest of my pages. Uh, it's Al Davis on TikTok, Facebook. YouTube, Instagram, um, you can Google me. And if you Google me and then it'd be the other Al Davis, just put in for the singer Al Davis, and I'll be the other Al Davis. That's right. <laughs> and that's right. And you can definitely catch me here on the Hilltop Radio Show on Mondays and Thursdays with my family every time. All right, you guys, um, I just want to say this real quick before we get out of here. Uh, October is Domestic Violence Month. Uh, we're going to end the show with Nanny Mystic. Nanny Mystic was a up-and-coming uh, reggae artist. She lost her life um, seven years ago um, to domestic violence. Her husband uh, murdered her in front of her two kids. Uh, so now the kids are growing up with the mother. And growing up with no father And uh, she had one of the hottest songs That was getting ready to break loose um, In the reggae culture And um, she was a big fan A big, big, big fan Of Taste of Jamaica uh, Here on the Hilltop Radio Show uh, I missed my conversations with her And uh, she's she's gone but not, but not forgotten And this goes out to Nanny Mystic Here on October Domestic Violence Month. Guys, be easy, be blessed, and catch me back here Thursday on the Hilltop Radio Show with Joanne Wernbridge. Guys, have a good night. Peace. Peace. Good night.
Shake up, shake up. Hmm. Wake up. 